Boom, boom, Shane. What up? Episode 34. I was trying to like think of lyrics for that opening song there. Yeah, you're getting into the groove a little bit? I was bit? kind of wanting to get up and do a little shuffle. Well, we got to get ready. Joke and jive, man. We got a lot of stuff coming up. You do? A lot of big stuff coming up. We got some big news today. We're going to lay some stuff out for everybody, but we got two special guests with us in the room. We got Mr. Wilfredo Guzman, second time being on the podcast with us. Thank you, sir. And then we got a, a first timer on the podcast, a little banged up over here in a sling, Mr. <laughs> Caleb Groves. We're going to talk about that, too. I already nicknamed him as Chicken Wing over here. Chicken Wing. <laughs> Chicken Wing. Yeah, uh, Caleb, why, why don't we go ahead and start off with this and just get it all right out there in the open. For anybody that's watching on YouTube, they can see the, uh, the sling here. Let's talk about this. Um, so this past, or this past weekend at Dade City, uh, the last race of the night, it was actually right after the finish line, after the checkered flag, off the track. So me and this kid were racing to the finish line. I ended up overshooting the finish line a little bit, and I landed right on a kicker, and it just ended up spitting me off, landed right on my shoulder, snapped my collarbone. After the checkered flag. After the checkered flag. Race is over. Still race won the race. <laughs> won the overall. Still won. Won the overall, but ends up breaking a collarbone. Got your trophy. <laughs> <laughs> there you I go. Get my trophy. Got my little plaque. Yeah. Nothing uh, Nothing like getting hurt after the race is over. Oh, yeah. At least you won. I did win, no matter what. Yeah, that's, that is a positive. <laughs> that is a positive. So that kind of puts a little damper on some things, though. Oh, yeah. For the future MX team, as Caleb Grobe was going to represent us in the uh, pro sport and A classes up at Minio's, but now he's got this fancy uh, necklace that he gets to wear <laughs> around holding his arm up. So, sideline for Minio's. Unfortunately. Still was... coming up to hang out, though. Still coming up oh, yeah. to support the, the troops and the cause, but unfortunately going to be on the sidelines for Minio's. So, that was a bummer. That was uh, super bummed about that. Caleb is, is going on the IR. Mm. Injured reserve list, but uh, I'm taking you off my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> so we we did, and that's one of the things that I want to talk about on this episode. You know, kind of the breaking news is that we finally this week, at, literally as of two days ago, finalized our rider roster for Minios for everybody that's going to be representing Future MX uh, graphics underneath the semi and everything like that. So we just finalized the team this week. Um, you know, it's kind of a late go for us as Minios is really close. But, I mean, I'll be bluntly honest with, with everybody and everybody listening. I, you know, I think that's part of the reason why we do this podcast is let people know what it takes to run a team and how to handle it. But with the the acquisition of the property where the future facility is, uh, obviously that takes a lot of resources, right? So both financially, physically, you know, a lot of time and effort goes into that place. And we're a little bit behind the, the eight ball, I guess you would say, as far as getting everything prepped, you know, for Minios. But like I said, got it finalized this week and nailed down. So even though Caleb is going to be on the sidelines, we still got quite a few guys that are going to be there representing. And one of them, Mr. Wilfredo Guzman, he's been putting some time on that bike now, son. I, so the last episode, I thought we were shooting for uh, Loretta's and you're, you're going to Minios now. Yeah, we are shooting for Loretta's, but using minios just to see where i'm at yeah there you go yeah but talk about you've been you've been able to throw the leg over that bike some since the last episode that we that we had yeah you know i try to at least ride once in the week and then definitely on the weekend saturday sunday i think like three weeks ago i went to date city just to get a gate drop yeah yeah just to see where i was when was the last time that you had a gate drop before date city Probably six years before that. Six years? <laughs> yeah. So then we just decided, you know, hey, we got to bring it back to our roots. <laughs> I mean, city. How, how'd it go? Did you get a good start? Or? 
So the first moto, uh, Shane, got, like, how can the kid not get a good start, man? He's like, he's 84 pounds on a, <laughs> on a, four, on a yeah, 450. The, the bike doesn't even know he's on it, but yeah. yeah, I get it. I did get the whole shot. Oh, there you go. He was sitting, I, I, he was sitting so on the handlebars. <laughs> so straight out the gate, we're already in the money. Yeah, so right. I got the whole shot. I led about two and a half laps, and then I tucked the front. Just kind of ran out of talent. Mm-hmm. Really, I got on pump. <laughs> All <laughs> the above. All of the yeah. above. I would say that would happen after six years. Yeah. You know? But it's good, though. You got, got, got a gate drop. That 450 man's fast. That bike real fast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially for a little man. <laughs> I was right behind him when he went down. <laughs> well, you and I talked about that a little bit. Some of that suspension set up. You know, yeah. we didn't really have the suspension at that time. You know, no, dialed in. Um, you were just kind of riding, running yeah, I was riding, type thing. I was riding Aiden stuff, which yeah. is stiff for me. He's probably like 150, 160. And yeah. like you said, I'm about 80 pounds on that thing. Yeah. So uh, I took a Durrani. I mean, great turnaround. Within, yeah. I think, maybe a day, yep. he was done with it. 612 suspension, man, helped us all, all last year and continues to help us, and can't thank him enough for that. But, yeah, Ronnie's good at the turnaround time, and now he's got you all dialed up and set up for you. Have you ridden it yet? No, you not just, yet. You just I'm going to ride tomorrow Two at days ago, uh, Orlando. Yep. Okay. There you all go. Right. Nice. So kind of leading into that, Wilfredo's going to represent us at Minio's. You sign, how many classes do you sign up for? Two. So I'm doing plus 25 and plus 30. Plus 25 and plus 30. Those are some quick classes. Plus 25 is no joke. Yeah. Them guys are real fast. Mm. Mike Brown, oh, yeah. he could probably win the A class. Yeah. No, that's, those are two tough classes there. So Wilfredo's going to go plus 25, plus 30. Caleb was going to be pro sport, but obviously we're on the sideline now, so he's going to be drinking a Gatorade watching the races. <laughs> I mean, hey, they put a plate on it, and I'll go race. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we did uh, we did end up finalizing the the rider roster this week, and we are going to have Evan Stewart. So Evan Stewart's going to represent us in the B class. Peter Parente, uh, Peter's from the Chicago area, and he's going to come down also also ride in the B. Will Conaguire, a uh, good friend of ours, Mr. E B, and Will and his dad Bo, they are coming down. Uh, they're going to be joining us in the Schoolboy One and One Twenty Five B C class. Maddox Perk, number 43 KTM, is going to be in the, I think, Mini Senior 1, Mini Senior 2, one of the Super Mini classes, maybe an 85, 12 to 13 class, something like that. And then on our little bike side that's going to represent us out there ripping around on some 50s is going to be Rowdy Keelon. He had a great Gold Cup, uh, went 1-1 in a couple of his classes at Gold Cup. So looking for good things out of Rowdy and having a, a good crew. But, you know, Wilfredo, Evan, Peter, Will, Maddox, Rowdy. We'll have six riders underneath the awning this year at, at Minio's. Unfortunately, Caleb won't have his bike there, but he will be there. So if anybody wants to come by and see him and say, hey, we'll have all of our team pit shirts. Those should be in in a couple days. So we'll be looking the part. We'll at least look like we know what we're doing. Uh, but I yeah. I can mechanic. I can mechanic for someone. He might have to take Wilfredo <laughs> to the line. That'll work. Might have to take Wilfredo to the line over there. We'll see. You know how to work a, you know how to work a grill? Oh, yeah. Oh. Money got a job for him. Got a job for him. Yeah, lined up all that, week. That, that's a pretty big lineup, man. Yeah, you know, and a lot of people. I mean, obviously, you know, they they've already asked, you know, about well, the team that we had last year with Aiden. You know, Aiden's going pro, so he's not going to be racing minios. Uh, and then Drew Adams and Carson, both of them have their their team green ride, and you know, we're rooting for them. We continue to to support them any way that we possibly can, but. You know, we'll be rooting for those guys, but with their team green deal, you know, one of the questions I get, you know, is why isn't Drew or why isn't Carson, you know, going to be under the semi? 
and and the the real answer i mean it's their team green you know and without being able to have you know the the future mx is the dominant logo on the radiator shrouds or having a logo on the jersey i mean those guys have gear deals they have you know brand and team deals with team green and they, they have to focus and work on you know what what their deal is with their contracts so you know still love them would do anything for them but um you know, this this year we're going to kind of focus on just making sure that the future MX logo is the dominant logo on the bike. So everybody is going to have matching graphics. It'll just change based on the brand of the bike that they're riding uh, because these guys, you know, like Rowdy Keelon, he's got a Cobra, you know, and then he's got a KTM 50. And then, you know, Wilfredo's going to be on one of the, the future MX Cowies and uh, Peter Parente is going to be on a Husky. So the team kit that, that we've got designed for Minios, which to me looks amazing, Verified Graphics did a great job, uh, AJ Meadows and Dale Hutto. But the, the kit itself can change whatever brand. So like even Pooh Sipes, you know, he's got the Yamaha YZ250. That thing looks so clean. I don't know if you saw the kit yeah, when, it looks he, sharp. when he put it on. But that, I mean, no matter what brand of bike, the accent colors in the kit will change with the brand. So anybody that, that wants to run the future MX graphics, you can get a hold of verified <laughs> graphics and order them for your yourself. But uh, great relationship again. Team back up this year with Fox and Oakley. Um, they've been with us now, you know, for over a year and uh, going into our second year with them in the relationship. So we got Aaron Kane and his dad, Kelly Kane, are coming up uh, to Minios to hang out with us from Oakley. And great relationship again with Fox and, uh, you know, Austin Hoover helped us out getting some some gear and everything lined up and ready to go. Um, I think I think Will, Willie G just got some freshies. Yeah, they sent me a care package, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be looking sharp. Yeah. <laughs> so huge thanks to Fox and Oakley. But, uh, yeah, that's that's our rider lineup for many of us. So as far as prep and everything like that goes, you know, semi is going to go up uh, the Monday before Minio starts. So the semi will go up Monday. And then I think we're going to go back up towards the end of that week, like Thursday and then set the awning up on Friday. And then this year, Supercross practice starts on Saturday instead, mm. instead of Sunday. So they're kind of shifting the whole thing forward a day. But I think that's good uh, because, you know, you don't want to get tight, you know, running out of time. And looks like the weather's going to be pretty good. Doesn't, you know, looking at the 10-day, weather looks like it's going to be okay. So. Does everybody have to ride Supercross? You don't have to at all. No. You don't have to at no, all. if you're a vet. No? If you're a vet, you don't have to ride. Oh, uh, Okay. Willie Willie G's only, no, only I, doing. I, I, I don't want to ride Supercross. I was thinking about him. I'm like, how, how's this gonna go? <laughs> no, I don't want to ride Supercross. No, Willie, Willie G's. A, I put that in the contract. No, no Supercross <laughs> for the vet rider. Hey, what what number did you end up getting? Sixteen. Okay. Yeah, cool. somebody had six on one of the classes I signed up for, so I wanted to make sure I had you know same number for both classes. Yeah. So instead of it being G6, we're going G16. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> we already printed graphics, and they were the wrong number. Got to get that fixed. The old electrical, the old electrical tape one. We couldn't do that under the factory rig. No, can't, can't have that. Can't have it. They actually look pretty good though. The sixteen does it. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, they look good. Is is Team Green making a presence this year? Wasn't uh, last year they didn't they didn't go right? Yeah, they were there, but they they just they just come out of their sprinter. They don't have a semi. Oh, okay, gotcha. They uh, they sold the Team Green semi is over on the Babbitt's GNCC side. Oh, gotcha. So. They might they might be bringing one this year. I don't know. I haven't I haven't talked to him, so I'm not mm-hmm. sure. But um, yeah, so pretty cool little lineup there, and we're gonna have quite a quite a few people underneath the tent. You know, last year we had three. This year, you know, six. So that'll be fun to to watch how that goes. But again, planning on doing our our normal thing. You know, 
cooking for the team and the riders and went to Sam's Club yesterday, made two trips to Sam's Club, that, the stuff that people don't see, right? So you just think, you know, you get there and like, oh, man, the semi's here, it's all set up, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we're still two weeks out from, from Minios and the prep has already fully begun, you know, washing the stuff, cleaning out the semi, getting it loaded. I mean, cases of Gatorade and body armors and I think I got five cases of water and well, you're gonna run out too. Oh yeah, and I think I got like two shopping carts full of snacks. You know, just so everybody's got something there. If you're, it's, in a, long, it's a long week. Oh yeah, no doubt. But and then we still got. You know, we're gonna cook for. Uh, we do a sponsor appreciation dinner one of the nights, so we're gonna cook for all the sponsors and the staff at Unlimited Sports. We try and do that every year. So we'll cook for them one night, and then uh, we'll do our non-traditional Thanksgiving meal that we always do. Future MX has kind of become known for it now to do the non-traditional Thanksgiving meal. So instead of turkeys and ham and stuff like that, it's going to be a, a seafood boil. So we've done that almost done that almost every year now up there. So that's kind of the game plan. We'll have to see if we can get old Sugar Shane up there. Yeah, for a couple I think days. I'm. I think I'm pretty freed up, so I think I'm going to make it this year. Yeah, that'd be good. Be nice to see you there. I mean, I'm just coming for the food <laughs> and cooking. Oh, oh. <laughs> me and <laughs> chicken, got- me and chicken wing, man. We got to go up there and work. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fredo, what's your what's your schedule? What what day are you coming up? I think I'm going to come up like Tuesday, Tuesday night, just depending on when they start practice for motocross. Yeah, outdoor practice. Yeah, yeah. Caleb, when are you coming? Probably at the same time. You yeah. Know, uh, I'm not exactly sure because I know my family, they're doing, they're going to the hunting camp yeah. for Thanksgiving. So I'm, since I, you know, since I'm hurt, I was going to try to do a little bit of both and kind of go back and forth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not entirely sure yet, but I'll for sure be there. Good well, now, now you're the cook, so you got to get there when everybody else gets there. There you go. I got to get there before everybody else. Yeah, people are going to go hungry. <laughs> Tyler, when are you coming? I'm not. <laughs> Thanks for the support, bro. Hey, uh, who are we looking at for, for these Top Gun runners? We had Seth Dennison last time. Where are we expecting him? And, uh, you know, who else you got your eye on? That's a great question. Uh, Seth, you know, obviously Seth will go good. Uh, he'll be in the super mini classes. I think he's also going to run. I'm not sure. I think he might run a schoolboy class, even even if it's on a super mini or it might be on a 125. I don't know yet. But, you know, Seth will be over under the Orange Brigade setup, you know, the KTM setup. So those guys, you know, he'll, he'll go good. I mean, obviously, you know, I really want to see what Drew does because I think he's going to A this this year. Oh, is he? Yep. So I think he's moved up to A. I think somebody told me that he was in at Mammoth. He already went to A. So I'm going to be excited to see how, how he does. And then, you know, Janik, I mean, I want to see what these guys. And Carson, you know, Carson's going to go good. Um, obviously, coming off that win in Chicago off the, the SMX, you know, he's riding a high right now. And cream of the crop so you know it'd be cool to watch him and see how he goes but outside of that I think this year will be kind of fun for me because it's a little bit different when you know all the bikes underneath the tent you know if you own the bikes and you've got your staff that you've hired to come and do everything you know mechanics and support staff you know management whatever this year is going to be a little bit different for us because the riders that we're helping right now, we're helping them kind of in a different fashion than we did last year. So we're not providing mechanics. You know, they can bring their own mechanic with them. So it's going to be less staff overall on me. So I'm kind of looking forward to going to watch more. Last year, I didn't really get to watch a whole lot because I was so worried about what was going on with the bikes and making sure they were ready and making sure the mechanics were doing what they needed to be done and keeping an eye on the semi. But uh, this year... We're, you know, we'll do our team team meeting on Friday and kind of set the expectations for the semi for the week. But then after that, 
I'm looking forward to actually going to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, last year I didn't get I didn't get to watch a whole lot. So I, I could see you last year because I know how you are running around like a chicken with your head cut <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah, I mean, I remember helping the t- team green when we were working on one of Drew's bikes. We had to punch out a steering stem bearing on one of his bikes. I mean, and it took a while. But we were working with Team Green on, you know, making sure the bike was good. And then even with Carson's running his back and forth to Team Green, if anything needed, you know, adjusting, jetting, whatever. And then obviously, you know, helping Aiden too. But, you know, this year we're not necessarily providing bikes for, you know, every single person. You know, we're helping each person in their own capacity. Everybody's Mm -hmm. kind of on a different deal, whether it's, you know, gear, goggles, graphics, bonus program. Everybody's different, right? So I think it'll take a little bit off of my plate where I can go enjoy the race a little bit more and watch watch a little bit more. The good thing is on the Supercross side, where the semi sits right there by that Supercross road, you can go to the very top of the semi, like on top of the trailer, and just set a chair down and see the entire Supercross track. That's pretty cool. So I'll probably go up there. So if anybody's looking by and they see some random dude standing on top of the semi, that's me. Can you take your <laughs> reclining lawn chair? Yeah. Stick it up there? Yeah. Where are you parked this year? Do you know yet? Same exact spot. Okay. Yep. So we'll be in the same spot right there on Supercross Road, same spot we were last year, right there between Firepower Honda and Phoenix Honda. So we'll be right there with them. You know, when we when we talk about the schedule, like even when we were talking about amateur nationals, right? The season kind of ends at Loretta's. The season kind of starts at Minio's. So most of your team switching, contracts, they're all right around that November first time frame. October first, November first is pretty standard in the industry. So anybody that's switched brands or is on a new, like you get all these new rider announcements, like you can see even on the pro side, you know, a lot of those guys have all changed. So Minios will kind of be the first time we see some of the new classes, bikes, you know, riders on what teams. I mean, even if you look at us, you know, Future MX, we've finalized a couple riders and just signed a deal with two of them this week. So here we are going to Minios and they're going to be running different graphics with different gear and different goggles than, you know, they were even two weeks ago. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, Fredo, are you getting ready for it? I mean, are you, are you pumped? Yeah, I've been, um, been working a lot yeah. at, at my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's, uh, it's going to be a good time. Have been there in a couple years. What is your expectation? Um, expectations. I just want to see where I'm at, you know, and then that'll give me like a foundation of where I'm going to be for next year, you know. So do we have goals? I want to do like top 10 and, and plus 25, plus 30, get closer, like top five, you know. Okay. You, can, you can definitely get top five and plus 25. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll <laughs> see. But as far as like you mentioned that I'm 80 pounds on a 450, yeah. I want to get every start. Right. Doesn't matter if it's plus 25, doesn't matter if it's plus 30. Yeah. Do you feel like start. the cardio is there? I know you've been doing stuff in the gym. I mean, I'm, I see you working out and doing stuff. Yeah, I've, I've been working out. I've been doing troll training. Yep. Huge. Yeah, so if you get a start, you think you hang on to it for a bit? Yes, yeah. Right before I get arm pump, you know, and then (laughs) fall over. But no, yeah, it should be okay. Yeah, good. Well, Caleb, I know you're not racing it because of the the broken arm or whatever, but, you know, you've been riding quite a bit too. I mean, you've had some good success. I mean, Dade City's the season there, the series is is starting to wrap up. Yeah, um, I think there's only one or two more. There's only one more. One more? I believe. Um, But I'm so far ahead in the points. I I can afford to miss that one. Yeah. Um, but no, I was, I felt like I was doing pretty well with the gold cups and the Florida series and stuff like that. I was consistently a top three guy. So I was, I was really looking forward to Minios this year just to see where I was at. Um, but I know I'm super bummed. I ain't going to be able to yeah. do it this year. Part of the game, man. Yeah. Part of the sport we love. And 
that's the downside of it. You know, you see bad things, people get injured, people get hurt, and it's you know it, it's terrible to to think about that side of it. But we all still love it. Oh yeah, you know, it's a passion for Come everybody. Back even stronger. Oh yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. And what's guaranteed? They're gonna have that race again next year. Oh yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, Wilfredo, after Minios, the goal are you gonna do uh, Daytona? Yeah, I'm gonna do Daytona, and then probably area qualifiers, regionals, and then hopefully I make it to Loretta's. Yeah. You gonna try and do the same? I yes, I would. <clears throat> I really like to do Daytona this year. I've actually never raced Daytona. Really? Yeah. Have you? Yeah, I, the last time I raced Daytona was in 2012. Okay. 2011, I broke my femur there. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. That was a nice one. <laughs> there was a set of whoops, and in practice, I was going through them, and Kyle Keelan said, man, you're going slow through there. Everywhere else, you're good, but you're going slow through the whoops. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so next practice, yeah, thanks, I decided Kyle. to uh, jump all of them. Nice. <laughs> From the first one all the way to the very end. Oh. Never even went through them. Oh, oh clear, them all, clear them all. I cleared them all, oh. and I, I came off the track, and he's like, dude, that was so fast. <laughs> I said, well, you told me I was going slow through it, so I just jumped it. And then uh, during a main event, I was in second, about to pass her first, and I said, you know what? I'm going to hit this thing. I'm going to hit the whoops. I'm going to clear it. I'm going to pass this guy. So, like, I jumped, and I set my front end down to downside the last one, and I clipped it. Mm. And then that's all she wrote. Night-night termite. <laughs> yeah. Woof. <laughs> So so it's you're gonna have a redemption race oh, years and years sure. later. Well hopefully they don't have whoops. <laughs> they, did, they did they did last year. They did last year. Well just don't clear them. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just go through them slow. Well I'm in the vet, so I I think I can lose a little bit of time there. Yeah. And then make it up somewhere else. Well, are you do Caleb, are you gonna do the Dade City stuff next year, the series again, or are you gonna try and do some more of the, the national side? Um I wanna do all that I can, but I'm I'm mainly gonna be focused more on like the bigger races, you know, qualifiers, uh, Daytona, you know, Gold Cup, Florida Series. You know, yeah. going to, I want to travel a little bit more. You going to try and go out to any of the ones in Texas? If I can make them out there, yes. Yeah. I want to. Yeah. I just I want to. Freestone and Springeding? Yeah. I want to do a lot more traveling, you know, kind of get out there a little more instead of staying in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's what I think everybody was looking forward to at Minios is, you know, nothing against the local series they're great you know you got to have them it's good to go get gate drops you know you get to to bang bars with with some local guys that are quick but it's a little bit different on a local series versus a national level race you know i mean like a minios or a freestone daytona loretta's whatever it's two totally different animals there so it's cool to kind of mix mix in between both right so like you know gold cups more of a local series you know florida series local series but you get into some of these nationals where you've got people traveling from all over the country to come to these races, kind of give you an idea where you're at. You stack yeah. up, you know, more in the national level. Yeah. That, I want to, obviously, you know, doing these local races, they're fun. They're really fun, but I, I want to get out there more. I want to kind of. Yeah, yeah. You're probably racing the same guys, you know, and yeah. you get out there and race guys you've never raced before. And obviously, like he said, that, that puts you, tells you where you are nationally as far as your competition so yeah that's why i was so excited for minios it's just to see you know from people yeah. coming from all over the state yeah we're lucky in that aspect of having that big national minios Wynn oh, does dude. an amazing job <clears throat> yeah win and kim i mean that whole staff up there ashley's been a huge help and eb i mean always taking care of me calling me you know hey when you bring the semi up we got it you know marked out we got it mapped out where it's going to go so the whole unlimited sports staff that's why we do the dinner for them you know one night during the week is honestly just straight appreciation you know i mean i i know 
from the event side, you know, being an event promoter, I know what it takes to put on an event and for them to do it at that scale successfully. It's impressive year after year after year. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. And we, we just want to say thank you to them. I mean, that's why we do it, you know, just show a little appreciation, you know, to them. And I know last year when we were doing the dinner, when and Kim came up and they said, you know, all the years that they've been putting on an, an event like that, nobody's ever cooked for them, you wow. know, ne- never. Yeah. So that's kind of cool, you know, just to show appreciation to people. I think that shows a lot about our team and how we operate and how we roll. You know, we, we give respect and we, we show our appreciation and, you know, help our guys too. Like we do our own team dinner and our team meal and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it's fun. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the whole week. I think the weather's going to be great. You know, looking at the 10 the day forecast right now, I'm sure it's going to change between now and then, but if it stays the way it is right now, I mean, it's, like high in the upper 70s and lows in the mid 50s. I'm like, man, that's going to be gorgeous, especially in that venue. You know, I mean, that place is beautiful. I always so, remember being, Minios just being really cold. Sometimes. Like wearing rubber gloves underneath your actual, like racing gloves. Yeah. Cold. Sometimes. I've, I've remembered it being super cold, but I also remember it being super hot. Yeah. And then I also remember a lot of rain. <laughs> that's that's Florida winter, man. Yeah, you, you don't know. There's, I mean, it's just like Christmas Day, man. You don't know if it's going to be cold or hot. You know, sometimes you can go out and go jump in the pool on Christmas Day. Like, come on. Yeah. But no, I'm I'm looking forward to the whole week. I, you know, I'm exciting to be able to watch. You know, watch all these guys and and go out there and do their best. And and again, you know, good job to to win and Kim for for putting on that race. But um, it'll it'll be fun to get get through minios, but then after minios, you know, probably take a little bit of a breather. Um, you know, most of the time after minios, I don't know, Will, if you kind of mapped out that far yet or not. But I know for us, typically after minios, like even with Peter um, Parente, you know, he's he's staying with me right now, and we were talking to him about his schedule, and usually take like a couple weeks, like two weeks, just kind of recharge because you really don't have another big race until Daytona. Like, cool. Besides me, you know, those guys, they've been going at it all year long. Right. So they need that break. Yeah. Usually everybody takes a little bit of a time off after Loretta's, you know, a couple weeks, recharge the batteries a little bit, and then you start gearing up and getting ready for Minios. Yep. Then Minios comes, you kind of take a little breather in December, you know, enjoy the holidays, whatever. And then after that, your next big one's Daytona. And then the Spring Nationals back to back to back, you know, I mean, Daytona, Freestone, Spring-A-Ding is one day in between each one. You know, it's boom, boom, boom. So you hit those, and then after that, you'd be into your areas and regionals. Not Will Fredo, though. No, he, no. he needs to get back to training Monday after Minios. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go back to work. That vet, that vet class, man. You know, you gotta Dude, Mike Brown's no get joke. Get yourself in shape <laughs> for Daytona. <laughs> I'm not calling Mike Brown out yet. We'll see. Maybe next year, but not Yeah, yet. it's a little early right now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> for the Gold Cup, Mike Brown was up there with us. Yes, man. So he, he got, I think he got both the whole shots. Dude, I don't he's know if he ripper. ended up getting the overall. <laughs> he rips, dude. Man, what is he, like 73? <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, it was on one of the whole shots from one of the motos. We actually came together off the start. I ended up getting the slick stuff and going down, breaking a clutch lever. But no, Thanks, he, Mike. <laughs> yeah, he's made out of steel, too. No body fat. Dude, that guy's a tank. I, ha- I hate to age the guy, but I was a kid watching him race 125s at Glen Helen. So like, Jeez. And I'm 45, so yeah, he must be 70-something. No, he's not. <laughs> uh, well, I have to look it up and see. Tyler, can we look up how old is Mike Brown? 71. No, he's not. Stop it. <laughs> it's all love, Mike. It's all love. No, it's he's all a machine. He's so out, outside of the, the goals of trying to be top 10, top 5... After Minio's moving to Daytona Spring Nationals and then Loretta's, I mean, what, what would be the goal throughout this year? Starting at Minio's, 
seeing where you're at and then what just try and progress each one yeah just trying to get better you know get better all the way to uh that loretta's goal you know i got a little note right on my mirror that i want to win loretta's at least podium for sure but i really do want to win in the plus 30 class so if anybody is able to ride plus 30 next year come on out (laughs) come on brownie's 51 (laughs) is he yeah 51 okay i want to be uh i want that class next year to be the top class of the plus 30 that Lorez ever seen so come on if you're eligible let's do it (laughs) line up let's go that's a pretty big goal (laughs) just to come right out of the gate and say i want to go win the largest race of the year I mean, I don't want to say largest because Minio's is actually larger as far as quantity, mm-hmm. but the process of qualifying and getting to Loretta's, I think the prestige of Loretta's probably is a little bit higher, but, you know, Minio's is a, a larger event overall because you're limited at Loretta's of how many classes you can ride in. But I hope you do it because then I'm going to be like, yo, I heard that guy call that out in November. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> are we, we going to go to Loretta's this year? We're going to have to now. I mean, we're going to have to. I have to bring the semi up there and put... Just put for the bad guy. No, I'd rather, I'd rather just sleep in the Sprinter van with you again. <laughs> fall, fall, fall down off your bunk onto me? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good story there. Uh, we're going to probably have to go G16 at Loretta's. Because I don't think you can run a single-digit number unless you race that class the year before. No, but we'll be able to run a single-digit in 2025 because it'll be number one. Oh, we'll be good. <laughs> got it. Naturally. <laughs> got it. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. Good. I like it. The confidence, man. It's great. Got to have it. Yeah. Got to have it. Caleb's over here like. Take notes, Caleb. Hold I'm, this. I'm listening. I'm Caleb's like, man, I wish I could race. <laughs> I wish I could race. I got my arm and sleep. <laughs> don't worry. I'll be there for the Reddits this year. We'll be there. Yeah. We got we to gotta get you to stay off the ground. Yeah. That's. Seems, a problem right now. seems to be a common <laughs> common theme going on. We got to stay off the ground. Can't finish. Well, and it wasn't it, the race was over. Hey, I finished the race. I was gonna say. I, I was gonna race. say you got can't finish the, the race. You've been taking you pointers did. from Aiden. <laughs> was it that close that you just had to hold it wide open at the finish did, line? Or? It was wheel to wheel. Did anybody get any video of it? I don't think so. I've been asking. This, I saw this whole it. Week. I saw a video. He actually did a one hander, and then when he went to put his hand back on the bar, it slid down, and that's <laughs> how it crashed. <laughs> <laughs> trying to do the old one-hander i guess uh, no that's I, I wish somebody had the video if anybody if anybody has the video of that let, and doesn't randy have cameras up there no he doesn't have security cameras on that building <laughs> no security camera I mean, on the building, <laughs> yeah. on the the building it's not monitoring thought, the finish line i thought there was one like pointed over the track i don't think so God, if anybody has a video please yeah. let us we gotta find that we have to we gotta find that so Willie G, you got some videos coming out. Yeah, yeah, you got, yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys teamed up and did a little, did a little race. Talk about that. Yeah, we did the pumpkin race, the great annual pumpkin race at Dade City. You know. Yeah. So where are you putting them at? Uh, YouTube. YouTube. I got. I think it's Wilfredo G Six. Uh, my Instagram. Putting up on Facebook, TikTok. Yeah. I saw the reels. You had the one, uh, the Grinch. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. So I did the the um, pumpkin race in the Grinch costume. Oh, I bet they were nice. pissed when you returned that costume. <laughs> I got it off of Amazon. It was like <laughs> 50 bucks or something. It was pretty cool, though. Did you see that, Shane? Yeah, yeah. 
that was that was cool. Something different, you know. I mean, that's one thing I was talking to somebody yesterday, and I was like, it's it's fun with with these guys, you know, that we just mentioned that are going to be on the team, and you get some of the the youth and the, the the age difference between me and you. Obviously, you're you're thinking and innovating on these ideas and doing these videos that I never you know would have thought of. Well, I think I I can be in that way, you know, in that aspect because it's not like if I go racing on mini O's and I get last. It doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't. Like, that's the goal for me is just to have fun. Maybe if you get you know? first, it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe yeah. if you have a bunch of viewers and create a bunch of content from it, that's what matters. Did the future of Loretta's winner just say, if I go and get last? It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, what, 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 like, what would happen? It, I'm saying, like, Complete I don't have... Complete 180. <laughs> I don't have mom and dad. Right. You, know, you don't have any pressure. Support, like, yeah, support yeah, me. Yeah, I don't yeah. have pressure, so... Yeah, there's no uh, expectation. The only person it matters to This is, guy here, you wait. You wait. Well, <laughs> once we get to Loretta's, it'll be... Uh, he's a, he turns into an animal. Yeah. The only pressure is from myself, right? Yeah. RJ starts throwing blows if you don't put up results. <laughs> No, I, I'm there for the fun too. But you know, I'm I'm in the same mentality that not everybody gets a trophy. So you know, you are there to to do your. I don't want to say do your job because it's not a job, you know. But you're there to go up there and do the best you can, and that's where I'm at. I don't care if it's first or last. If you did the best you can and you put it all out there on the track, I'm fine with that. Wherever you finish is where you finish. I, I don't think I've ever been the team manager or team owner that's you have to win. Yeah, wins are great. But if you give me all your effort, that's that's all I can ask for. Now, it is all about effort. Now, if, sure. if you go out there and roll around and you know don't give a crap and you you know you just kind of putt putt and whatever, I have a problem with that. Like I'm putting too much effort in as far as the team and getting everything set up. And you know, like I said yesterday, two trips to Sam's Club. Like I don't have to do any of that, but I do it because I want to, and I hope you appreciate it. But at the same time, like the guys that are out there riding, I want them to put in their effort. If I'm putting in the effort of getting everything up there, getting it set up, you know, putting all the awning out, the blood, sweat, the tears, whatever it may be, then you need to, too. But that doesn't matter if it doesn't it doesn't make any difference whether it's first or 17th, as long as you're putting in the effort and keeping it on two wheels, Caleb. <laughs> Remember that when he's <laughs> screaming at you in the rider's lounge before your moto. <laughs> I will not be screaming at anybody. <laughs> he, about, ne he never has. I'm, I'm just, I'm just yanking you guys' chain. Yeah, no, I, like I get intense and, though. I mean, I get better, you yeah. know, year after year. But you got to put in the effort. Yeah, you know. And uh, I mean, good attitude. Like I said, uh, positive attitudes, positive vibes. You know, we're gonna have a fun atmosphere underneath the tent. You know, music will be going. We'll be having a good time. But everybody's got to put in their effort. You know, and that's all that's all it comes down to, which I don't I don't see anybody, you know, especially on our roster that we have right now, this rider lineup. I, I think everybody there is going to do well. I really do. I mean, I I think everybody on our list has a legitimate chance to be, you know, a top 10 guy in every respectable class that they're in. So and wear your pit shirt. Yeah. Whenever you're not riding. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have that on. No, it's it's cool. Um, I don't think we have anybody that's under the tent that's clashing in classes. Right. So. No animosity under the tent. Yeah, you know, I think everybody's going to be helping everyone. Everyone, um, I know I will be. Yeah. You know, if anybody's got questions, the riders, I'll help them out. Yeah, no, and that's. I think that's a good thing about our team is that everybody is there to help each other. You know, it's not like, well, I'm only here focused on one guy. You know, it, one guy, like even Dookie. You know, Dookie's going to be up there working for Peter uh, for Minios, but there's no reason that Dookie won't stop what he's doing to come over and help Wilfredo get something dialed in on his bike. Right. You know, I mean, that's the cool thing about us and everything that we do. So I'm looking forward to, to that week, too, and uh, everybody putting in the effort. But out, outside of 
minios, beyond minios. Got a couple things in the in the pro supercross realms with some people moving around. Did you see the uh, the news about Dylan Fernandez going to Phoenix Honda? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of that. surprising move there. Did you see that one coming? I did. I actually uh, I got a little story. Dylan Fernandez. Um, I think he was training somewhere in Dade City, and he was having some suspension kind of sent over, and somebody gave me a call because the uh, suspension didn't make it there. So they were trying to figure out, hey, where's my suspension? And they know I work from UPS, and that's where it was coming from. So I made a few phone calls and helped them out. And you, you know, said, and, cool. what, did, you, did you see the label of, what, of who it was coming from? No. I mean, it was from UPS. Yeah, I think. the dragon number. <laughs> <laughs> well, they gave me some info, and then I was able to locate it. For did me. you locate it for him? I did. Cool. I did yeah. And you're like, oh, this is coming from Phoenix Honda. I thought it was, you know, I thought it was pretty <laughs> cool. You know, I got a pro rider kind of asking me for, for help. Yeah. No, that was that was kind of cool. I mean, obviously, we know that Coop, you know, he did it during this, the SMX thing, but him going over to the Star Yamaha, you know, kind of back back on the, the blue bike again. So that's... I don't know the videos he's been posting or like in fast forward or something, but he's looking pretty pretty fast right now. Yeah, he looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm did anybody watch uh, WSX with uh, Vince Free, the, the Vince Free show? <laughs> I did not watch it, but that's the only thing that's been on my social medias for the past week. <laughs> Nobody could stop talking about it. A lot of. Give me your thoughts, Will. What do you think about? You, did you see anything? You know what we're talking about, or were you at work? No, I watched. I watch all the pro stuff. I watch the GPS, World Supercross. Um, Vince Freeze, he wants to win, right? I mean, the guy gets every pretty much every start. Um, it's one thing he can do is start. He's after that he rides a real wide bike. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's good at of staying yeah, out front. Will. You know, I. I don't agree with him like cross jumping, but as far as like in the turns and, and maybe because I haven't raced against him, right? Like I'm not the one that's getting the brunt force. Yeah. But he's trying, you know, he's, he's trying to win. You know, the one where he hit Wilson, I think was a little too far aggressive. And then he got off the track and came back on in front of Joey Savacci. Like, I don't agree with that, but his effort level, like he's just trying to win. Yeah. All right. So you're in the crowd that uh, appreciates the level of effort. Yes, yeah, for sure. And like I said, and maybe because I'm not racing the guy. I think he's so just a straight up dirty rider. But that's my that's my input right there. Shane, you got any thoughts? I, I mean, the guy has a reputation, and he's held that reputation for a long time. And I just think he's he's destined to keep it. That's my opinion. <laughs> Caleb, you watched it. What do you think? I agree. I I'm not a fan. Yeah, he's dirty. Yeah, dirty riding. <laughs> I agree. And then he and then he gets off the track and calls Dino crybaby. Yeah, <laughs> those interviews were funny. Joey's yeah, they interview, are good. Wilson, and then he's like, you know what? We're just gonna have to toughen Dean Wilson up after I just blasted him in a berm. <laughs> Bring back Pike. Yeah, yeah. Let's just th- watch the haymakers <laughs> throwing, throwing blows right there on the track. And he, uh, we also saw the, the announcement that Hunter is going up to 450 full-time. Yeah, well, I mean, we all knew that was coming. Yeah, we did, but I think it would be cool to see. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see where those two stack up in Supercross. I mean, brother v. Brother. Well, I mean, we know, we know Jet had the perfect outdoor season. You know, he's obviously comfortable in the 450 already, and, and the guy goes great outdoors. But, you know, you're missing Tomac. Right. So Tomac's healthy now, back on the bike, starting to train again out in Colorado. I know Deegan's out there with him right now. They, they're both training together. Um, but I, I think it's going to be interesting on Supercross where it's more technical, 
not just wide open everywhere to see where Jet and Hunter stack up in that 450 class in Supercross. I, was, I saw a picture on Instagram of those two lined up next to each other on the start from, you know, I think it was last week. And, and the first thing that came to my mind is like, man, if I was everybody else, I'd be kind of like, oh, damn. <laughs> just just for the fact, like, it, you know, if, if, there are, if those two are up front and they're, and they're, you know, heavy racing with everybody else or whatever, and somebody screws with Jed or vice versa or whatever, like, I think they're going to protect each other. That's blood for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think the the only other one that change. These is guys are crazy, man. It's Thanksgiving <laughs> and there's like 800 turkeys standing yeah, outside. Right, right out, right out the window. <laughs> yeah. There was 32 of them last night. They're all right there. Get yeah. the 22. I see them. Um, the other, probably one of the weirdest things for me to see is our defending Supercross champion Chase Sexton going over to KTM and switching his number. So going to the number four. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, to me, the number four KTM was Baggett. And then obviously before that, everybody knows it was RC. But seeing him change his number to the number four after being 23 for so many years now. And then also that that look from the Honda, you know, going to the KTM, it just doesn't, it just looks weird to me. Gonna take some getting used to. Yeah, like I just, it doesn't seem like that's Chase Sexton. You know, I'm like, to me, you see Chase Sexton, you think of that red and black Michael Jordan Alpine star gear that they they made for him on the Honda with the number 23 and now he's on this orange bike number four just it looks so weird to me like I don't I don't know do you feel like that or no I mean the first video that I saw that came out I'll yeah it was like oh this is kind of weird yeah but what's weird the KTM or the numbers uh the number four all of it both (laughs) But you could tell it was and him, it's, right? That's two major changes. Mm-hmm. You, you know? could tell it was him, obviously, because it is. But but his riding style looks exactly the same on that bike. I yeah. will like I'll say this: like when you think of the number four, who do you think of right now? Ricky. No, I think of uh, Chase Sexton. Well, <laughs> <laughs> because we're talking now, about him, right? Because we're talking about Chase Sexton, but I think most people probably think of Blake Baggett. But yeah, right. Baggett or RC. And yep. Carmichael was the GOAT running the number four. So I just think it's going to take a couple of years, you know, maybe a year. And then, hey, this is the whole problem. Is the whole Sexton. problem is that people have not gotten used to, like old people like me and Shane and, and maybe RJ, <laughs> we are used to numbers switching every year. You could you could pick a number because they that number was how they finished the previous year. Right. This, this whole permanent number thing is has thrown people off and then when you become eligible it's like a shocker that people will pick the single digit number see i thought 23 was his career number i think it was until he changed it and then obviously he's trying to maybe maybe the fact that he's number four now is he's just trying to he's searching for a fresh start or something but i mean i, I thought think, I, I thought that was his career number i think it was and then he, he had the option to change it you know and he did but i think the I like the idea of the permanent number because it it makes you more of a brand, right? So if you like, let's use Chad for example. Two two Motorsports, great concept, right? Just mm-hmm. to have a permanent number. That's my number seven. James Stewart Gear Company. You know, seven was his number. Seven was his gear company. I think it's weird seeing AP and and wearing number seven right now because seven to me is James Stewart, mm-hmm. but. I, I did. I did see on the numbers when they announced it or whatever that finally somebody's number twenty-two. Uh, yeah, Freddie Norn. Yeah, he yeah, Freddie Norn. Freddie Norn. Yeah, yeah, I was like, fast oh. Freddie. 
There's a there's a 22 out there again. Yeah. Okay, so how does that make you feel? That weird. Chad, <laughs> Chad lost his number to Freddie. It North. makes me feel. It makes me feel like there's a chapter that's been closed. <laughs> that's how it makes me feel. Well, and I mean that's Especially kind that's you, kind yeah. of the thing with the number seven going to AP and you know the number four going to Chase. Like that's. But I I do get and I like the idea of being able to build that brand, right? You know, so like once you get that number, then that's your number and you stay that number. But I remember what you're talking about. Like remember back in the day, even with Timmy, you know. Timmy was number 22, then he went to number 20, then he went to 15, and then that's when the, the permanent number started. Mm-hmm. But I like the idea of the permanent number just as far as building a brand goes. Like, everybody's going to associate 18 with Jet, right? Like, that's his, you know, as long as he stays with that long term. But I think it's easy to associate that with him. He'll go to a single digit. Single digit. You know, I don't I think he will. It, yeah, it depends because it, it depends on when who's going to have one available anytime soon. I think there's his, already numbers. Available. I think his brand's already too big with 18. Isn't yeah, eight? I, I mean, is eight, eight available? Thirteens of it or not? That's not that's double. But uh, who's uh, five? Did you say thirteen? Yeah, thirteen. Nobody available. wants that number. That's not a single. <laughs> <not a> sing- <laughs> that's a. <laughs> is that the bad luck number? I, I, Rick no, Johnson and Sebastian Tortelli was would argue with you. Yeah. Which one's the bad number that nobody wants? Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, Tortelli had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Didn't Heath Voss? Have Heath, it? Heath Voss had it. Yeah, f- but five. Who's eight? I don't know. Langston. My, <laughs> in two thousand seven, I think five eight is five and eight is available. Four got four moved. Four got Chase. Uh, Six is uh, Martin. Which Se- is seven's AP, and nine is Cincerillo. So I think eight and five would be the only open yeah, one. Yeah, Tomac Cooper. Yep. Now Chase. Yeah. Five, J Mart. Why does J Mart have a single digit number? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a great rider, but it's. I'm thinking 450 elite. What's what's the deal with three 338? Yeah. Yeah. Is A-Mart. he riding for Phoenix? Yeah, Phoenix on that. I'm pretty sure he's doing the arena cross. Oh, is that what he's doing? He did a GNCC two weeks ago. He did the Ironman, didn't he? Yeah, four feet. Yeah, and then that interview, I, he's like, I'm just going to do all kinds of stuff to get myself back to whatever level. But it's like, what level are you trying to get out here, bud? I didn't I didn't watch any interview. I saw the clips of him being there, and I was like, oh, man, he came out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of his talent for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, as, as a person, man, not, I love not so much. Him, but Watching him ride old, old Supercrosses, that dude was good. Yeah, He was very talented. Very talented. Well, I think it's it's cool. I was actually talking to Dan Truman about this. That's GNCC stuff like Iron Man. Those things are huge, man. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of people, Dan, I think he sent me a, like an aerial uh, photo, somebody like either a drone shot or something. There was more people at the Iron Man GNCC than there was at the Iron Man Outdoor National. Hmm. Yeah. The GNCC is, I mean, obviously, I don't think it's in our shot with the camera, but we've got the the future mx 66 double a over there of justin starling he ran he ran the barto ftr on that bike two weeks ago but he rode that iron man oh really yeah he rode he flew up there he actually rode a yamaha i think pulp mx set him up with a yamaha for that iron man gncc race but he did that and he loved it and then he came down here the next weekend and we put him on that cow and he went and did the barto ftr Mm. in the double a class so why do you think that is that they're getting more more people at these GNCCs in the race is it is it because in my opinion it's more realistic to the, the everyday rider is it the, like cost like you get more bang for your buck at a GNCC you ride for two hours. three hours or whatever <laughs> yeah, right ride for hours for, from my experience too because I went to the Florida GNCC once um yeah you can go out on the track anywhere yeah 
at least this one. So like, it's kind of like a big hangout party. You can go in different spots and see different sections and, yeah. and out in the woods. And I don't, I mean, I think they're cool. The thing that I, I think people relate more to the GNCC than they do like a, you know, pro supercross, pro motocross. That's awesome. Right. That's our, it's fun. The guys that do it are unbelievable, you know, whatever for your everyday guy, that's going to go ride. Like for us being right here down the road from Kroom, Woods riding to me is more realistic. Like I know I am not going to go myself and go get on a supercross track because I would just completely wad myself up and look like Caleb. <laughs> so when I can go to a race like an FTR, I feel more at home because I've, you know, grew up riding in trails or woods or Ocala or Kroom or whatever. And I just think it's more relatable. And I mean, you're seeing massive turnouts right now, even in the Florida trail riders. They're setting record attendance. I mean, record registrations at these the Florida Trail Riders. Record amount of Facebook arguing, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if, like, at a GNCC, I don't know the ticket prices, but I wonder if they're, like, letting tickets go for, like, 10 15 bucks just to, like, promote it and have, you know, because people are going to be more opt to spend 10 15 bucks to go to a race versus, you know, 60 70 Well, I think the cost is... Like the same, right? So is like it comparable? Like to race the GNC and getting I'm, in and mission. Oh, getting in. I'm talking about just people going and going, Spectator. getting to the gate. Oh, Spectator. spectators. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about spectators. I know at least for the FTR, it's, it's almost about the same. You know, to go race an FTR weekend, then to go to like Dade City or something like that. It's about the same. Or like like a Gold Cup. Like yeah. say you're going to Gold Cup. It's to race it pretty close costly every time i go to ftr it breaks the bank because i never renew my ama (laughs) i never renew my ftr so when i go i have to drop a few hundred bucks just to throw my leg over the bike yeah that's my fault but that's also a one time and then you're then you're good for the whole season of course i'm just like man didn't i just renew this and they're like no but it's been a year and i'm like man i need to get out there more well that's because we only race one or two a year (laughs) yeah london hills coming up too january oh i'm excited for that one yeah, uh, time for RJ to defend his title. <laughs> Did you win? Did you win? Be, be, uh, I won. He, I won. Oh, the, yes. the fastest, <laughs> fastest host of the show. Well, it's no, it wasn't that. <laughs> I had him, and I was my, having, my bike. I was having, I was having bike issues. <laughs> of course, of course. Just clutch it. I was just that's the problem. That was my problem. <laughs> the clutch. So no, but uh, I, I was just trailing him the whole time, and I was gonna. Throw it down on the last lap and <laughs> right at the finish. Freaking bike, you know. He's gonna pull a Caleb. Yeah, he wanted to do it in front of everybody. It's one of those situations where, like, when you get hard on the brake, the bike stalls. Yep. Yeah, like thirteen times on the last lap, and there he goes, just <laughs> off into the sunset. Nice. Fast, well, congrats. Fastest host. I'll be there to watch, help out, put yeah. gas in the bike. You're not gonna race it, dude. Those races are long. Two hours They're for you. Fun. Jeez, They're really it. fun. I'll be FDR. able to get out of bed the next morning. Yeah, but it's great. How are you, actually? Great How are you guys the next day? Oh, good. great. As soon as we got done, we opened up a beer and had a good time. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, coming. you have like I'm six beers then. after FTR. You're not sore the next day. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll be there. Sometimes do you it. do a couple beers before you race. Yeah. It helps with the arm pump. You loosen okay. up a little bit. Get the can I do that before Minios? <laughs> no. Put my motor in Minios now? <laughs> no. Okay. I w- I'll do it I mean, you. Can, okay. ju- you can, just don't tell anybody. No, you should you should do you should plan on racing Mon- Monday Hill. I'll go for it. I'll what class it. would uh, Will race? I mean, I probably have to put him in double A so fast. <laughs> no, I'm slow in the woods. Uh, you slow. could do a you could do an age group, right? Couldn't he do 30? 30 plus? like a sports. Uh, he could ride vet. Vets, I think thirty plus or thirty five. That be Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. That's the one o'clock race too. Now they got rid of sportsmen. Oh, they did. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. gone. There's okay. they booted it off the rule book. I'll race something. What do you guys race? 
Sport, sportsman. It wasn't that the the class that you could just go ride the for, biggest like, open the ride. biggest it had a one. huge line. They got rid of that. Yeah, because they said it was just too chaos. Like too many people were doing it. It is chaos. Yeah, so they got rid of it. There's a, big, re- there's a big Facebook uh, <laughs> <laughs> argument. What, did, what did they replace it with? Nothing. Nothing. That's why there's so many more people in pre-mod now. <laughs> like pre-mod, so all the, the pre-mod all people B, went to pre-mod our class, and so now it's the pre-mod B line at Bartow was huge. Quality pre-mod bikes, eight grand now. Yeah, <laughs> supply and demand. Yeah, yeah, they're they're. They're definitely raising the market on those things. Is that's that clapped out RM two fifty? You get sixty five hundred bucks for it. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. pre mod. It's pre-mod not clapped out, Tyler. <laughs> so what are the rules on the pre mod? Is it twenty years old or something? The bike has to be twenty years or older. Twenty years or older. Yeah. So we had. I just sold mine. I just sold my Cowie, um, but I had a O one. What are you gonna get now? I don't know. I haven't gotten that. I'm far. looking at it right now. So does, <laughs> it have to be, does it have to be a certain CC? Because twenty years ago, I, I was on an eighty five. I can ride that. No, it's not what you rode 20 years ago. The bike itself has to be 20 years or older. No, but I was just saying I'm small enough. I just, I'll just i grab an 85. Uh, yeah, the bike size doesn't matter. You can okay. run a 500 if you want. Nice. So I know last, last year I did it on a Honda, a 99 CR125. You need that KDX. Yes, I want a KDX. There's a cherry Those one things on are Facebook Marketplace. Perfect right now? in the woods. Yeah. Oh. Cherry. Man, KDX is like riding a couch. <laughs> What's the KDX? Yeah. KDX 200. I have no idea what that is. The KDX 200, man, it's got like the seat cushion on. It's like that tall. Is it a Cowie? Yeah. yeah. It's like they're off-road. Yeah, um, it's like an off-road 220. They made a 200 and a 220. Yeah, I'd like to have the 220. Yeah, you want the 220. The hole coming out of the exhaust on those things is like my pinky. and They don't make any noise, and they just fly by you in the woods. Hey, and they're so plush. <laughs> man. Like everything with Nobody ever stands up on them. That well, sounds like fun. Well, Fred, yeah. you ever heard of an RMX 250? No. Okay, then I can't. I have no correlation. RMZ. RMZ. No, the RMX. No. So that's just the trail side, right? Yeah. With the X, that's yeah. the trail. I got you. Yeah. No, we need to find a KDX. No, I think RJ needs a uh, 2001 YZ426 with the starting drill. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Those things were terrible. My dad so, had one. Actually, this year, or Top dead center. This, this year, you can if you can find an 03 Honda 450, you, it would be eligible. Yeah. That would be the bike. There it is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about all that. You don't think so? I'd rather do the KDX. Yeah. If anybody out there has a KDX two twenty, call me. <laughs> Send me, me a message. Make sure it has purple bars. <laughs> I don't care what color bars. Are. I think they came stock with purple bars. Yeah, yeah. Caleb, are you gonna race? There's one no today? way they came stock. If I can hop back on the one twenty five, yeah. You gonna do it on the one twenty five in the pre mod? Oh yeah. I'll make sure to fill up this time. <laughs> so I don't run out of gas again. But yeah, that'd be, yeah, that'd be that, smart. that that Bartow race was super fun. They're cool, man. Yeah. And that the pre mod class will is only an hour and a half. Nice. So that Sunday, the Sunday classes, like yeah, the age I don't group classes and the displacement <laughs> ones, those are two hours. So like the double A, Justin, he rode double A would be two hours. No, I don't want to do that. But on Saturday, it's an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to have fun. I only want to race Saturday. You need to try. We need I to try and line time. up a pre-mod then. You need to ride pre-mod A. Okay. That's what the A uh, class. Yeah, you'd go against Kyle and Corey. But I did. I did pre-mod you know, A. I did it on the one twenty-five. They were on too many two strokes and five hundreds. Bring it out. You could do it. So what happens when you, like, if you get off the trail, right? You, you got to stay lost. within. 
Yeah, you can't. You don't. You're not gonna get lost. No. The trails. I'm scared of the the trails <laughs> wore in enough that you'll see it, but you got to stay within it's 25 all, feet of the the marker. It's all single trail, but you're allowed to go off of it within 25, 25 feet. feet on each side. But no, but I'm saying like if I just get off a trail like on accident, you're not going. Am I gonna be stuck out there forever? No. no. That's what I'm scared of. <laughs> so like I used to do rides out with Randy and Kyle Keelan, Corey. Yeah, but Kenny no. Keelan on Kroom, and I like I was like 11 years old, and I'd fall over, and there, there goes everybody. Yeah, but there's like 10,000 trails for you to have to pick. And the hair scramble is really one trail. Yeah, okay. and it's it, you're going to see it. It's well worn in. Like If you get off that trail, that worn in trail, then you, you deserve to get lost out there and <laughs> just stay out there forever. Oh, man. Rescued and, by helicopter. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and the other thing You'd be is, the only like, one in history, though. It'd be kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the like, kid that... Hey, uh, we never found him. We just never found him. You'd be infamous like the kid who wrecked into the water at Gatorback. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. But we would come looking for you, dude. Well, I'll take just a, an Apple, air, Apple air tag. tag. Yeah. Well, air tag. I'll it. put it in my pants. Okay. Great. <laughs> no, we need to play it on that one, too. Last year, we took the semi there. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing the semi there last year. I swept it last year. I saw the semi. I was like, oh, you okay. swept the semi? Thank you. <laughs> no, the sweeper on the trail. I swept the, uh, the rig. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. You know the sweepers that go around at the end that find people the, like the Wilfredo? <laughs> that would look for people like Wilfredo. Yeah. Yeah. I'll find there. me. I'll be out there. They'll come get you. They'll come get you. All right, so outside of that, Dade City's wrapping up. You got the banquet, what, first weekend in December or something? I'm not sure on the dates. I, I haven't heard anything about the dates. I know. So you're going to be like plastered all over the wall. I better be. Oh. Signing autographs. <laughs> yeah, big time champion. They need to change that sign out front and put him on it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's fading. <laughs> Little Aiden. It's Aiden, oh, yeah. but it's fading so bad. Like the sun is just. He's re-up it. Put yeah. Caleb on there. Fake on it. That was him on an 85, right? Yeah. yeah. A little while ago. Yeah, Who Cal- was on it before Cal- Aiden? RJ Hampshire. RJ. Anybody, anybody remember what it was before that or just a nobody? I don't know. No, it was like a. Was remember it, it was RJ forever. Of like the sponsor cup? I think so. Like a picture of the start, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bunch oh, of guys yeah, taking I th- off. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I remember that. All right, so banquet. What did you win? Uh, the 16 and 24 class and open A, I'm pretty sure. Oh, those are big trophies you're going to get. <laughs> I think you're going to get like a formula helmet or something maybe. I don't know. Or 60, sure. I, I know, can't remember. I know uh, actually Danny from 53 Graphics, he's painting some of the helmets for the boys that win. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, for some of the boys that win the helmets or whatever, he's going to put their name and numbers on them for them. And that'll then be, That'll be sweet. What outside of that though? What outside of the banquet? What else you got going? Either one of you. We we got obviously Minios is the next biggest thing, right? That's what we're all focused on. But then you got wrapping up Dade City, which I know you're you're gonna miss the last round because of the collarbone. But you've got a big enough points lead; doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. So then you got the banquet beginning of December. Anything else? Any other? Are you gonna do Winterhams? Uh, maybe I'll do like a couple of them. I think those start like the first weekend of January, don't they? I think so. Yeah. I do like Gatorback and Dade City and yeah. You know, just to get some gate drops, you know. Pick and choose. Yeah, get ready for Daytona. Yeah, that'd be good. I think that'd be my main thing after I get back on the bike is just getting ready for D- Daytona. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm excited for that one. I, like I said, I've never raced Daytona before, so it'd be something new to me. Yeah, that one's fun. I'm, I'm excited. I like Daytona in general. I mean, usually we go over there, take the wife and the kids, try and use mix in a little beach day the, before the racing all starts. And then, obviously, you got the pro side on Saturday, and then the amateur stuff starts on Sunday, so... Are you thinking about taking the semi up to it'll be there. Daytona? Yeah, it'll be there. Nice. Yep. I know. Uh, I normally I normally go and watch the one in like the pro side on Supercross. I've never never raced it, but I, I really want to this year. Yeah, I think the plan right now semi would be um, Minios, Daytona, and Loretta's. 
probably will not take the semi out to Freestone just because Texas is, I mean, it's a hike. You yeah, know, it's like yeah, it's 19 far. hours or something to get out there. And you got to leave literally straight from Daytona and go right out there. And I just, I can't take that much time away from work to be gone that long consecutive duration of time. So. Yeah, me either. Unless, mm. unless we have a, you know, unless we hire a driver or something to go out there. But the problem with that is, you know, Freestone and Springeting are back to back. So you go out to Freestone, sit there for five days, then you got to drive two hours down the road and go to Spring and Ding, sit there for five days. So to have somebody gone on the road that whole time, you know, paying them to be gone is expensive. Hey, I got my CDL permit. You just sit someone in the passenger seat next to me. <laughs> Your permit's only good for like 90 days, right? So you better be getting that no, knocked out. No, it's, uh, I thought it was good for like a whole year. Is it? I think so. Well, you need to get that done. I know. Actually, with my job now, they're going to pay for mine. Yeah. Pay for me to get my CDO. So yeah. I've had mine since I was eighteen. Shane's had his since he was three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have driving a lot of miles in that big truck. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think uh, I think that would be the plan. You know, the cool thing is, like you mentioned before, we're fortunate to have Gatorback right here. You know, in Florida, in our backyard. And then when you really think about it, Daytona's, you know, right there too. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the AMA majors and the you know the major events, right? So the the AMA major, I think. We said there was four, but then somebody corrected me and said now there's a fifth one. Yeah, uh, Mammoth. That's what uh, Seth Dennis is dead. So, so Mammoth is one? That's what I thought he said. Yeah, so you would have Minios, Daytona, Freestone, Loretta's, and Mammoth. So those would be the five. But if you look at it, three out of those five between Gainesville, Daytona, and Loretta's are all kind of on the southeast, right? So that's very easy and convenient to get the truck to those races. You know, you can get up there and back in a day, right? So three out of the five, the semi's going to be there. Yeah, I'd take them. Representing. Definitely not going to Mammoth. <laughs> That's a long haul. That's a hike. I mean, Freestone's a hike, but Mammoth is a big, big hike. So, yeah, I, w- I would say the semi would be at those three for sure. And then if we get a driver or something that we want to send out to Freestone, we will. But I doubt it. I'll, I'll give you a written offer. <laughs> <laughs> ain't going to be cheap, but... <laughs> That's too much. What do we think uh, this year for Minios? Are we think are we thinking banner year, uh, record year for attendance, rider amount? What are we thinking? I, I'm pretty confident that I already heard that every class is sold out, fully registered to the max. Oh, yeah. So at this point, they don't have any signups day of or week of. You cannot it's all pre-entry. It's all pre-done, and you, anybody that's signing up right now is strictly signing up as an alternate. No way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I. I True story. I was going to alternate. I was going to sign <laughs> sign Benji up three weeks ago. Okay. Just because I was like, you know what, we're going to be there. We've got the semi. Yeah. Benji's been riding. You know, he's been working with Pooh out at the property, and you know, we're trying to get him to ride some more. And and I just randomly, I'm like, Benji, you, you know, do you want to ride the e bike at at Minio's? Yeah, man, I don't care. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, so I went online, tried to register him, full alternate. And I'm like, I'm not signing him up as an alternate. Is that a is that an e-bike class? Yeah. I bet you that one fills up quick. Yeah. I think Rowdy Rowdy's gonna have a good chance. Rowdy will go good yeah. at that one. Because a and lot of a lot be, of these uh, parents are buying those e-bikes, you know. Yeah. So. I love it. It's so convenient. There's no maintenance. You don't have to do anything. The only thing you have to do is tighten the chain. Yeah. You haven't been in a gas station in months. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Easy, dude. That, that makes, new Honda looks so cool. It does. That looks so cool. Hey, yeah. is that is that e-bike fit in Tesla? <laughs> no. Maybe if I left the trunk open. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the equivalent of putting a uh, old old motocross bike in like the uh, back of a uh, Geo Metro or something. Nowadays, yeah. it's, you put a uh, electric bike in a Tesla. 
Yeah, you need the. Well, actually, it would fit if you folded the seats down and just laid it in there. You don't have to worry about the, gas spilling out or nothing. You just lay it in there. The Tesla truck. You gonna get one? No, no. <laughs> God, I do you don't not like the look. They're bulletproof. I do not like the way those things look. I think I'll I like was it. talking about putting the Tesla on top of the semi though and taking it. To <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> just so that way I had a vehicle up there to get around. But I think we're, I think we're gonna take the Sprinter instead. Man, so, I'm kind of a um, little surprised about the vet classes being you know already full. Dude, that thing that. That event fills up quick. I you, think, you called them all out, dude. They're coming after no, you. <laughs> no, like I said, I tried to sign Benji up three weeks ago, and it was full. And I, I didn't want to take the chance of signing him up as an alternate for possibly. If you sign up as an alternate, do you pay? Yeah. Okay. What happens if you're not? I don't know if you get back. refunded. They keep your money. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm I don't know. They give it back. Obviously. If you're an alternate, they don't make you pay until you get to the race. Like you don't pay until you have a guaranteed spot. Until you have a spot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I know you still you still pay gate. For sure. Yeah, but dude, imagine these people Everybody that are driving like yeah. hours and hours or across the country or whatever to get there for a chance. No, I don't think anybody's doing that, dude. Yeah, maybe not. No. I'm not I'm not even loading Benji's bike up. Right. <laughs> I'm not taking well, there's that's gonna a slim be a chance, yeah. Open pro sport and a college boy opening here. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, you just made somebody's dream, dude. First here for the people. Just here for the people. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Just here for the people. All right. What else you got, Wilfredo? Anything else you want to add? Any people you want to thank? Anybody? Caleb, anything you got? Is your dad coming up to Minios? Uh, I think he's going to be at the hunt camp most of the time. I know okay. he said he's going to come up for at least one day to watch some of this. So you pretty much freed up his schedule for the week. Then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's happy about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going hunting. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, well, now I don't have to worry about that. And now I, I can't even go hunting. Like, I can't even shoot a gun. Yeah. I'm, I can't shoot lefty. Well, just bring that left hand, come over there, and <laughs> that's fine. I'm flip burgers flip on that burgers. spatula. <laughs> no, I just want to thank you and the the future team, man. I think it's it's cool what you guys are doing and helping out, and yeah, man, it's gonna be a good atmosphere. I'm looking forward 10. to it. I think it's gonna be a fun fun time, fun vibes. There'll be a lot of cool things going on, and you know, we'll try and have uh, mix it up a little bit. Maybe throw a little cornhole tournament or something like that. You know, Caleb will have to do it left handed. Yeah, <laughs> well. <laughs> Don't count on me winning. Don't, count, don't, choose, don't ask me to be your partner. No, we'll, we'll be good, man. We'll, we'll go up there and have a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Huge thank you to, to Fox, Oakley. Um, those guys really stepped up big time for us. Verified graphics came up, and I don't know if you noticed the semi, but the semi's got some new new tattoos on the semi they put on there the other day. I'm sure they look good. So they, they fixed that, and they uh, there was a spot on the semi that – some of the clear coat had come up, so they peeled that all off and redid it. It looks it looks really good. So, got a new couple new tattoos on the semi, so that'll look good for those you know all of our sponsors and people that help you know get us up there. But like I said, big thanks to to Fox and Oakley. Can't wait to see those guys this well not next week, the week after, but up at Minio's and anybody that's in the area, man, come by, say hi to us, talk to us, let us know your thoughts, uh, tell us what's going on, what you like about the podcast, what you like about Wilfredo's reels and instagram stories and youtube stuff and tell us what we can do more of or do better of yeah tell us what uh tell us any ideas you got for for guests and shows but yeah any of those any other ideas any videos you want to see other than caleb crashing <laughs> we need to find that video <laughs> we do <laughs> any of those stuff you know we that's the cool thing about what we've got we haven't done a cold brew conversation in a while either Shane. no i have an idea for the podcast though oh well no i'm serious <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever interviews the Monster Girls and their experiences at the races. <laughs> Why is that funny? 
What is that like? Is that, <laughs> is that Future MX After Dark? Yeah. After no, I'm dark. just you know those girls are out there standing in heels all day and suffering through the races. Like we should talk to them and see how they feel about the races and you know their experiences. You know, I okay. agree. Yeah, reach out to one, get that lined up. Okay, <laughs> I know a couple. <laughs> get that, get that lined up. We'll figure that part out. But anything else? I mean, again, um, make sure you like, subscribe, follow us. The biggest thing we need right now is our subscribers on all of our different platforms, channels, YouTube, everything you got. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe it and we'll go from there. Thanks boys. Appreciate you coming in. Thank you.